Once a year, we pay tribute to our domestic engineers. You know, I was going to try to, after waking up this morning, I was going to try to work something into this about Noah's flood, but I just couldn't do it. But anyway, moms are the most influential people in the world, aren't they? The hand that rocks the cradle. The hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. Okay. You know, as Christians, though, we see motherhood as a ministry, don't we? You know, I have a, I have a question for you. What'd you get your mom for Mother's Day? Huh? Well, you've got another gift from it, coming from me to all the moms. I'm going to be brief so you can get the good tables at the restaurants, okay? All right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, it's really become quite an industry, Mother's Day. And I have a few statistics here. Last year, in the U.S., this is just the United States alone, we spent $3.1 billion dollars on a special dinner or brunch at mom's favorite restaurant. $2.3 billion on flowers. $2.1 billion on jewelry. $1.6 on clothes and accessories. $1.3 billion on spas or a day at the beauty salon. You know, and if that wasn't enough, 87% of us got a card for mom. $152 million cards are sent out for Mother's Day every year. 39% of us gave gift certificates. 29% of us gave books or CDs. 19% of us gave housewares or gardening tools. I don't know what that one's about. 11% of us gave electronics or something computer-related. You know, Exodus 20 tells us the greatest gift that we can give our mom. You know, it's so important. It's one of the Ten Commandments. This is one of the top ten things we're supposed to do. The Fifth Commandment says, honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God has given you. Hmm. You know, there's a couple of things to notice here. You know, the first four commandments, I don't know if you've ever noticed this or not, but the first four commandments are how we're supposed to relate to God, you know, no other gods besides me, no idols, don't use God's name in vain, keep the Sabbath, okay? And then the rest of them, the last six, are about how we're supposed to relate to one another. And the first one God came up with was honor your mom. That's how important it is in the Ten Commandments. You know, the second thing about that, it's the only one of the Ten Commandments with a promise, Did you catch that? It says if you do this, you'll be blessed, you'll live long. You know, I believe that this meets a mom's deepest need, honoring your mother. You know, again, God put it in the Ten Commandments. It's in the top ten. Honor means to give significance to, you know, giving significance to your mom. Focus on the family. You know, where Dr. James Dobson is. This study, and it says, what's the number one reason that women get depressed, particularly moms? Well, the number one reason is low self-esteem. They don't think they're worth much. They're not significant. You know, and I think a big reason for that is because the fifth commandment isn't being kept. 
We're not honoring. You know, every mom, every woman, every person, as, you know, as far as that goes, needs to feel significant, needs to feel important in their lives, don't we? You know, the greatest gift we can give mom is that of significance, importance, self-worth. Well, how do we do that? How do we, how do we, how do we honor our mothers that way? That's, you know, it's easy to, to say this, hey, honor your mother, but how do you do that? You know, how do, when the rubber meets the road, what do you do with that? Well, today I want to give us three specific ways that we can honor our mom. You know, when I, last year when I talked about Father's Day, I spent a whole lot of time telling why dads are so important, and I, I don't think I need to do that with moms. <laughs> I think we all can agree that moms are pretty significant. So let's, let's look at three different ways that we can honor our mother. And the first one is acceptance. Give your mom the gift of acceptance. Accept her. You know, and some of you may say, wait a minute. I didn't have any choice about this. I didn't choose my own mother, you know. Well, here's a newsflash. She didn't choose you either. (laughs) And seriously, though, the fact that you didn't choose her only makes it even more essential that you accept her. Some of you might say, oh, man, you don't know my mother, though. She's got more hang-ups than Sprint and (laughs) AT&T. Well, maybe so. It doesn't matter. The Bible says honor her. It is one of the Ten Commandments. It's not one of the Ten Suggestions. It's not one of the Ten Pretty Good Principles for Living. This is a command. This is something you have to do. It's one of the non-negotiables. Okay. It doesn't mean you have to agree with everything she says. It doesn't mean you have to agree with everything she ever said or everything she ever did. You know? She's not perfect. I'm not saying ignore her faults, ignore her weaknesses. It means this. Of all the people throughout history, of all the billions of people in this world, God looked down and chose that woman to be your mom. And God doesn't make mistakes. One of the questions you have to ask yourself this, Lord, why that woman? Teach me. I'm not saying, oh, Lord, why that woman? No, I'm saying, Lord, why that woman? You see, your mom was supposed to be your mom. It's in God's plan. Tap into it. You know, even the heartaches, the pain. You know, if there were bad situations you went through going up, Growing up, God can turn those around and use them for good. There's a purpose for them while they were there. Look at Proverbs 15. A foolish man despises his mother. You see, no one is exempt from the fifth commandment. No one. The Bible says, honor your mother. And the way to do that, first of all, is to give her the gift of acceptance. Accept your mom. You see, acceptance almost always includes forgiveness, doesn't it? See, humans are imperfect. 
And moms make mistakes. They do. Nobody's perfect. You see, we tend to get resentful. You know, blame our parents for all our troubles that we have now. So we have to learn forgiveness. Look at Matthew chapter 6. If you forgive others for the wrongs they do to you, your Father in heaven will forgive you. But if you don't forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. So there's a trade-off there. You know, in psychology today, if we have hang-ups, blame your parents. Something goes wrong. Blame your parents. You know, it is true that our past does affect our present, but what you have to realize is one of the signs of spiritual maturity is accepting responsibility for your own actions. You see, that's what forgiveness is about. Here's a question for you. Have you totally accepted your parents, particularly your mom? Have you agreed with God have you, that God knew what he was doing when he made her your mom? It's a tough question. Have you forgiven her if necessary? You know, have you asked God to use those hurtful situations if they exist? You know, you can give your mom the gift of acceptance. Let me give you the second thing. Give your mom the gift of appreciation. Appreciate your mom. You know, this goes a step further from acceptance. Acceptance says, you know, I accept you in spite of all this stuff, you know, your weaknesses and things. In spite of all that, I accept you. Appreciation says, you know, I appreciate all the things that you've done positively. You know, you, mom, you've been great. How many would agree that we usually take our moms for granted, at least at some point in your life? Yeah, we all do. Here's a, here's a real thought provoker. Have you ever thought how much easier your mom's life would have been without you? <laughs> really? Have you thought about that? You know, life might have been a little bit easier. Salary.com did a study to figure out how much work moms do. I got a few statistics here. Moms work an average of 90 hours a week. You see, working moms, they usually work about 44 hours a week at their work work. And then they work almost 50 hours at their mom job. Okay? Stay-at-home moms work 91.6 hours at the mom job. So really, there's an, it's even. Study has shown that moms get less sleep. Working moms get about 6.4 hours of sleep per night. Stay-at-home moms, about 6.7. So enjoy that eight minutes. Working moms miss lunch, come in early, and give up exercise so that they can be home enough for their kids. Moms do a lot. You know, there's some ammunition if you need to appreciate your mom. You know, William James once said, the deepest need in human nature is the craving to be appreciated. Appreciated. You see, when someone you 
really love is cranky and irritable and all that, it's probably because they're not feeling appreciated. Isn't that right? I know that's why I get cranky sometimes. Their need for appreciation isn't being met. Mark Twain once said, you know what? I can go a good two weeks on one compliment. I think that's pretty true for all of us. You know, we don't appreciate each other enough, let alone our own moms, you know. And when we do feel appreciated, studies have shown we will bend over backwards to please those people, won't we? Most of us simply want to be appreciated. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me give you some more ammunition about appreciating your mom. This is from W Magazine. It's the top 10 life events that make you appreciate your mom. Number 10 would be forgetting gum in your pocket. If you've ever tried to get that out of the wash. You know, number nine is learning to cook, which takes years of practice. Number eight is having people over. You ever have the Thanksgiving where there's tension? Mom kind of seems to smooth stuff out. Number seven, big one, raising kids. Wow. Number six, and I learned this one in college, cleaning the bathroom. Big one. Appreciate your mom. Taking a second job. Number five. Four is getting sick. Three, running late for an appointment. You see, moms take care of everything. The doctor's appointments, the school appointments, all that stuff. Number two, removing unsightly stains. And number one, the number one reason to appreciate your mom, you know, the top ten life events that help you appreciate your mom is having a baby, becoming a mom yourself. Okay, it's sort of God's revenge, isn't it? The Family Research Council consolidated years and years of research and found some things about you know, the good that moms do. What happens to kids when they spend a lot of time with their moms? And it, it's really important because it's, it's all positive. The kids that spend a lot of time with their moms had fewer behavioral problems at school. They were less likely to engage in high-risk behaviors. They had fewer sleeping and eating disorders, lower anxiety. They were able to be independent when they were older. And they were more able to have healthy, loving relationships. Hmm. Well, we need to learn to be more generous with our praise, don't we? There's a lot to appreciate about moms, you know? And let me give you something on a personal note here. Do it while you got the opportunity. You know, I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones. My, my, my mom um, passed away some years ago. And she went down really fast. And before she passed away, she snapped out of it for about a week. And I was there. And uh, we got to say all those things to each other that you'd want to say to your mom. You know, and it's, it was such a gift from God. It was great. But not everybody's going to have that chance. Appreciate your mom while she's here. Say those things now while she's here. It's important, you know. 
So honor your mom. First thing we talk, accept your mom, even if that means some forgiveness. Mom, I know you're not perfect, but I'm really glad you're my mom. That's the way it's done. And the second thing, appreciate your mom. Let her know the things that she does that you appreciate. She's put up with you. Honor her. Honor your mom. It's not an option. The third thing, affirmation. Give your mom the gift of affirmation. Affirm her. What do I mean by that? You see, most moms are constantly battling with self-doubt. You don't have to raise your hands, but aren't you? Self-doubt. Am I doing the right thing? Am I raising my kids right? You know, there's those feelings of self-doubt and unworthiness and inadequacy. You know, I said this before, the number one problem that women face today, if you ask them, is low self-esteem. Well, why is that? Well, there's several factors, and it's all stuff that we can do something about. The first, the first one, the reason that there's low self-esteem is the awesomeness of the responsibility of being a mom. Man, I remember when my, my daughter was little, I mean little, and for the first time, uh, my wife was going to go grocery shopping and leave me alone with the baby. Holy cow, I have to tell you, I was terrified. I can remember that like it was yesterday. You know, you're going where? When are you going to be back? Are you going to take the cell phone? All of that. So I remember, I remember I was at home and, you know, our daughter's name's Elizabeth and we I set her on the couch and, you know, cute little thing. She could, she could sit up by then, which gives you a little clue about how long it took before Elizabeth got out of my wife's sight, but that was great. But she could, she could sit up on her own and I was kind of watching TV and she's, she was sitting there and she's kicking her legs and everything and all of a sudden she launched herself off the couch about a foot and a half, fell off the couch onto the floor. So me being the calm, rational person, I dialed 911. <laughs> Fire truck came. Firemen came running in. By this time, you know, I think Elizabeth cried for maybe 30 seconds. She was just, what happened? And cried a little bit. So I'm holding her and the firemen come rushing in. And, you know, they checked her out and everything. It was pretty embarrassing. But, it, you know, my point is, what a terrifying thing it can be to be a mom. Holy cow. I got 15 minutes of it and I called 911 and the firemen came. <laughs> So I had to fess up when she got home. That's, that's another sermon, though. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's tremendous privilege and responsibility to shape those young lives. The other thing that comes, society comes along and beats up on our women, on our moms, and particularly women in general. They put down motherhood, you know, the traditional roles of motherhood really get slammed, you know, in any media, really. Movies, TV, billboards, everything. You know, today people act like you're weird if you put your family above your career and you actually enjoy it more. What are you, a kook? What's wrong with you? Wow. Hmm. You get this constant bombardment, the moms do, on their self-esteem, you know. It's, un, it, it's just relentless and unbelievable. 
unbelievable. And I had already mentioned that, that, that years of research that went into just bombarding uh, uh, some, of the, some of the things that moms do to uh, you know, raise the children and make them, make the kids you know, uh, normal. It's all because of the traditional roles of motherhood. You know, moms need to spend time. But our society acts like you're some kind of nut if you do. You know, the other thing society does to our moms is it places a whole lot of overemphasis on physical beauty. Doesn't it? You know, as if moms didn't have enough to worry about already. You know, we punish plainness. It seems like on TV, happiness is measured by your measurements. You know? The Bible says this, Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31 says, Beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. Hmm. See, beauty is not going to last, but character does. Character is what lasts. In other words, God gives us our face, but we determine the expression. You know, that's kind of a beauty tip from God, you know. There's a, there's a, there's a way you can give yourself a personal facelift every, say, faith, facelift every day. It's called a smile. Just smile. Who are the beautiful women? Well, it's the women who smile. See, the peace that's within them shows on their face. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that it? The peace that's on the inside shows in their face. You know, we all want to be around positive, happy people, don't we? We find that attractive. You know, there are, there are, there are people at Faith Fellowship that I want to hang around. I make a point to go say hello to them because they're always quick with a smile and very positive. It's attractive. You know, they're positive people. And people like to be around them. The Bible talks about the countenance of a godly woman. Again, back to Proverbs 31. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she smiles at the future. You see, Psalm 31 is one long affirmation of an excellent wife and mother. You know, no wonder she's smiling at the future. You know, somebody's affirming her. You know, it's easy to smile at the future. And how do you affirm your mom? Well, show respect for her efforts. Admit how valuable she is. Encourage her. You know, help her to develop her potential. You know, appreciation is past-oriented. Affirmation is future-oriented. You know, the greatest way we can affirm our mom is to pray for her. You know, do you pray for your mom? Some of us, some of us have moms who are invalids or can't get around very well, you know. You might say, well, she really feels useless. How do I affirm her? You know, all I can tell you is there are, you know, God doesn't put anybody on the earth without a purpose. No one is here by accident. Everyone has a purpose. Every day they're here. You know, another thing, listen to her advice. Okay, 
you don't have to accept it. (laughs) But listen to it. As she gets older, accept her counsel. You don't have to take it, but just common courtesy. Listen to your mom's advice. That's the way we say, Mom, Mom, I affirm you. You know? Just listen to what she has to say. You don't have to agree with it, but you should listen to it. That's just common courtesy. So those are the ways that we can do that. Let me ask you, what are you giving your mom for Mother's Day? Or your wife or any other woman in your life? Give her the gift of acceptance, even if it includes forgiveness. Unconditional acceptance. Give her the gift of appreciation. You know, appreciate all that she does and affirm her. Give her the gift of affirmation. Let me ask you, what's your relationship like with your mom today? What's it like? Is there tension in it? You know, maybe you're hurting about your relationship with your mom. Maybe you've got some resentment that you need to get rid of. Or maybe your relationship with your mom is great. Maybe it is. Maybe you just take her for granted. God says it's not an option. You need to honor your mom. You know, it's the only one that comes with a promise. There's another promise too. You will reap what you sow. You want to be honored? Honor your mother. Honor your mother. You want to be accepted, appreciated, affirmed? You reap what you sow. It's a fact of life. You know, actually, we all need that. Acceptance. Appreciation, affirmation, male or female, mom, dad, son, daughter, whatever. We all need it. The gift of acceptance. Know this. This may be faith fellowship. This may be the only place where people feel accepted. This may be it. Think about that. If people don't feel accepted here, where are they going to go? The bar? No. That's a sitcom called Cheers. It doesn't work that way. If people aren't accepted here, where are they going to feel accepted? You know, when John the Apostle got old, his letters had one theme and one theme only. Love one another. Just love one another. Over and over, just love one another. Regardless of your hang-ups, your fears, your needs, whatever. Just love. There's too much rejection in this world. It causes loneliness. So give that a gift of appreciation. Write a letter, call. Invite somebody over for dinner. Do something to express appreciation and acceptance. And don't forget affirmation. Bring out the best and those that you love. Affirmation. And let me leave you with this. I'm going to close. You see, Jesus honored his mom throughout his life. Did you know one of his very first miracles was at the request of his mother? You know, at the wedding in Cana, he turned the water into his wine. He turned the water into wine. Guess who asked him to do that? Do you remember? His mom. 
His mom asked him to do that. He honored her with that. One of the last things he did before he died and came and rose again was he honored his mother. He was hanging on the cross dying. Saw his mom by the Apostle John. He said, woman, behold your son, son, behold your mom. He honored her. Throughout his life, our example, our Savior honored his mom. And as it said on the screen, I think that's marvelous. We should too. You bow your head and pray with me. Lord, we thank you for our moms. We thank you for the women in our lives. And Lord, we would ask your special blessing on them and us. Help us to accept our mom. Help them to feel accepted. Father, help us to appreciate our moms and help them to feel loved, Lord all the appreciation we have. And Lord, I also ask that you would help us to affirm our moms, to encourage them, Lord. Lord, and I ask that they would be encouraged as well. So Lord, as we set aside just one day a year for our moms, I ask that you would honor that, honor our efforts, Lord. Help us to Accept, affirm, and appreciate. In your name, amen.